Hey, what's up? Um, hold on, gotta fucking spit. What up? Nothing much, man. Uh, that was that was Doomer Jazz music. I think this came out about a year ago on the YouTube's. One hour of late night driving. Doomer Jazz. Doomer Jazz is what we got here. Start the fucking show off. I might play that again. We might we might roll. Let's run it back. Let's run that number back. Oh yeah.
I don't have ads, so we just got to play music, dude. I was listening to a podcast the other day. They had like 15 minutes of ads. Can you fucking believe that? Man, I can read for 15 minutes. I'll read for 15 minutes right now, dude. Give me something. Give me an ad. Just email me. Email me at suicidelogs at gmail.com. I'll read you an ad. I'll read you an ad through jazz music. I don't give a fuck if I get 5%. Or you just fucking 5% off. I don't give a fuck, dude. I'll take one. I'll take point one. I'll do it for free. I'll do an ad for free. I'll do a whole podcast full of nothing but ads. podcast is brought to you by Smooth My Balls. You ever worried about shaving your nuts and accidentally cutting yourself? Well, I'm here to tell you that that's no longer got to be an issue in your life. Why? Because with Smooth My Balls, we use cutting-edge technology. cutting-edge technology that prevents you from cutting your balls. I ain't gonna lie lie to you guys. Smooth My Balls is no longer a sponsor for this podcast. I earned about $50 worth of revenue or some shit like that and I wasn't able to collect the money. Wasn't able to. They shut the site down. Their Instagram turned into a crypto page. And I'm left looking like a, I, I got these smooth my balls products to, to maybe like almost two years later or something like that. I still use it. But I, I'm here to tell you I never took care of that bitch. The fucking uh, the razor. I think it's time. I think it's time to switch over to Manscaped. Because I'm telling you, dude, it's been about about maybe two months since I've used the smooth my balls and I was using it and every time I use it I worried a little bit I was like man this shit's from China what if it explodes on me but no issues no complaints it's waterproof but the water I don't know if water got through but it's rusted I opened it up it's rusted so I think it's time to throw it away and move on to manscaped I think Manscaped would be better, um, because that's what everybody's talking about, and I feel like they're ha- I feel- I feel like there hasn't been a Manscaped, um, there hasn't been a Manscaped ad or commercial, I haven't heard from them in a while, and I think that's a good thing, because I just feel- I feel like that means the whole fucking world. Has taken, has bought some manscape, you know.
what's up? Kind of an abrupt stop, sorry. <coughs> oh man. I just had some coffee, an iced coffee, and I gotta tell you. <coughs> Oh my god, sorry, I got allergies. <laughs> How do you feel? I feel... Like, I'm gonna stop drinking this coffee, man. I had to, I had to poop earlier, but... I already took a giant fucking dump earlier this morning. And I barely ate, so I don't know. I don't know if I'm plugged up. What the fuck am I talking about? Holy shit, sorry. <clears throat> Dude, yeah, I've been having allergies. And it's like, they're not at their worst. But they're definitely, they're definitely lingering, you know what I mean? Like, I'll wake up and just kind of start coughing. But that's usually it. I don't know what that, you know? I always seem to cough a lot. Lately, like the past couple of days, in the morning. I like wake up and cough, but then that's it. It's not like it lingers all day. It's just kind of like a morning cough. And I'm just thinking like, hmm. Am I sleeping weird, you know? Or am I swallowing something in my sleep? <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. a DJ, you know? Kind of feel like a DJ just fucking cutting music on. I feel like being a DJ would be so fucking easy, but of like who who am I to say that? I've never I've never DJed a fucking middle school party before. I don't have experience. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. I like unmuted it. When I meant to fucking taper it up. What am I doing? <clears throat> yeah, thinking about doing a show later and probably just being like... What's up? Um...
just took a long ass pause and um yeah i don't know maybe i won't do the show i don't really i don't really feel too good <clears throat> these fucking allergies and it's my one day off i kind of got stuff to do i might flake i think i'm gonna flake that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna flake and i'm just gonna put my show up here i'm just gonna put my show up right here this is america's next top comedian five yeah bye uh this is probably my 10th time doing comedy so i'm gonna uh, you know tell some jokes on y'all let's get it going yeah i should got a joke about you too i wrote one right there because of you I saw you working that little cell going, eh, eh. That's the way old people just do something. Like, just like, they have it at like double zoom, but you still need to look out, you know? It's like, it's like if I took like someone on a date and I go, hey, let's go to the ocean. Let's look, let's look back there. Let's look back there. And she's like, this is not the best view. And I go, well, you just do this. Then you'll get it. All right, that fucking sucked. Um, it's fine. Here's something. I don't know if you know this, but if you're ever going to guess a woman's weight, don't ever start with two. Don't ever start with two. And I know what you're thinking, Eric. In what world would you ever think that that's a good idea? She was a bodybuilder. Okay? And I took her on a date, and she was huge, and I thought, man, I want to tell you how jacked you are. And so she goes, how big do you think I am? And I go, two? And I just saw her eyes go from, I want to hear you tell me more to please fucking stop. Uh, shit. All right. What's up? How are you? Sorry, I like your pants. Cool. Do you golf a lot? No? They don't allow jeans on a golf course. Look at John Daly. You know what that is? <laughs> What's your name? Big Al. Big Al. Big Al. Nice to meet you, Big Al. Hell yeah. Give it up to Big Al. Yeah. Uh, I used to have a job working for patients that had dementia, which was the perfect place to tell jokes because every time I came back, they were always fresh. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. I don't know how you do this for 10 minutes. <laughs> I think, I think that's what time is. All I right. Thank you. <laughs> hey, give it up for Eric Rivera, everybody. What did we learn today from Eric? We learned not to start with the number two when you guess a woman's weight. That's what he said. I usually start with three. Nah, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, been thinking about hanging myself lately. Been thinking about hanging myself one of those. What's so funny about that? Been thinking about hanging myself one of those punching bags, bro. Been thinking about hanging a punching bag, beating the fuck out of it, dude. Been, been frustrated, dude. Just got it. Man, I had a stressful interaction today. I went to a uh, Chinese restaurant earlier today. That's pretty fitting, right? And uh, <laughs> Panda Express. 
Don't know if you guys heard of it. I ordered myself an orange chicken. They got a nice orange chicken. A lot of Mexican people working at Panda Express at this particular. Never in my life did I think I'd feel out of place at a Panda Express. You know, it just all day. I don't know what the heck they're saying. It's like, oh, I said, what is the polio? Oh, come on, what is the polio? I'm like, bro, who the fuck has polio here, man? You gonna get somebody sick? A lot of old people here tonight. You guys look like you got 401ks. You guys, y'all look like y'all look like you are at least pulling out of your 401ks. That's cool. I got a 401k. I'm really worried. I'm really worried I get to your guys' age, and when I go to pull my money out, the government's gonna be what money? And yeah, you guys are laughing, but once I get to that age, I'm not gonna be laughing. Um, yeah, a lot of white people here tonight, too. A lot of white people, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Oh. Yeah, she got angry. Yeah, you guys are yelling a little too loud at the white people reference. You guys are saying, yeah, white people are here tonight, you know? No, I said, yeah, Latina. What genre of Latina are you? Mexican. Mexican, nice. Nice, we teaming up. Y'all are the original Americans. Y'all the original Americans. I want to sit with the Mexican person. No, they're just talking about race. You guys look like your dogs have bedtimes. You guys. I have a dog. He can go to bed whenever he wants as long as he shuts the hell up. Dude, I fucking love this song, dude. I fucking, uh, Eddie something, I want to get away. Let's all just sing it. Let's all just sing it for the next 20 minutes. Just play it on replay. Guys, surprise, I'm going to do 45 minutes of material for you guys, including uh, my covers of Mr. Eddie whatever. Whoops. Oh, they turned the music off. Come on, I was about to start. I just start freestyling off. off that fucking what the hell? Stop making that noise. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You guys having fun? You guys having fun? Yeah! I'm having the time of my life with you guys. What else happened today, dude? I went on a date. That was exciting. I found out she had a yeast infection. Um, but you know me, man. I'm all about my bread. So, yeah. <laughs> um, what else happened recently? One time I was on this... <laughs> One time I was on this website called uh, X Videos. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the catalog X Videos. And uh, in the search bar, I looked up 15 year old girls. I was, uh, I was 13 at the time, actually, I was 13. And uh, yeah, it was my first time on one of those websites, actually. I had no idea what it was. I thought it was a damn dating website, you know? All these sexy singles in my area. And uh, you know, I was like, really? No results for this broad-ass topic I looked up, you know? I didn't even look up any positions or anything, genders, or whatever, and just, yeah. So it was, it was really hard to explain what was going on when the cops came to my house looking for my dad. Yeah, I miss my dad. Was, yeah, went to jail. Or, uh, tax evasion. That's what he tells me. Okay. Let's get it going, man. Let's get it going. Let's let's bring the next comedian up to the stage. 
Oh yeah, I met this guy. This is his second appearance here at America's Next Top Comedian. He is a comedy veteran, been in the game about, I believe, five years. He's performed at real comedy clubs, places, buildings that are established that are, are all about comedy. Uh, the world famous Cobbs Comedy Club and all over, man. Please put your hands together for the comedy stylings of Mr. Jordan Kirchner! You're, you're not going to see jokes tonight that I've been at a comedy club before. Let's have fun. How you guys doing though? You guys having fun tonight? Yeah. Al, what's up? Sweet. I, uh, I'm not like an aggressive person. We got aggressive people in here. Thank God. I'm like, I'm just not like, I don't like, I don't understand people that like to go around and get like fight people. I just can't do it. Like, I just like, I'm not, just, I'm just not in the mood. You know, and I'm just not in the mood to like get in a fight. Like, you know how Superman's weakness is like magic and kryptonite? My weakness is a well-placed punch. And I'm just not trying to deal with that today. Like, I remember actually, I got punched in the face a few times in the past. I used to be in a fight club. Uh, back in high school, that was fun. It was a good time. I remember I went like nine and three, something like that. But we'd always like break into like our local schools, and somehow the dads in the neighborhood would just like catch wind of it, and like so we'd have them like on the sidelines, just like betting. They're like, "Yeah, my money's on the black kid," you know. Like it was just a whole lot of that going on. It was fun being in the Fight Club. First time I got punched though, I immediately I was like, "No." That was my last fight. <laughs> like, I got punched in the face literally one time. I was like, I'm never doing this again. The other fights I lost before that, I remember I got like poked in the eye, and I was just like, oh, like no, I'm not finishing this fight. New jokes, we'll see. I, uh, I, uh, I'm recently single, so uh, you guys know what that means, right? A lot of crying. It's, um, you know, it's fine. You know, it's fine being single. That means you gotta start dating again, which is okay. It kind of sucks dating, though, because that means you gotta deal with like a lot of rejection. And I'm just like, I'm not good at handling rejection. Like, every time someone breaks up with me, I just download, like, the saddest music that I could find. You know, it's gotten to the point where, like, I can't have any, like, any, like, I can't have my music on shuffle, like, when my friends are in the car with me anymore. You know, because it's depressing. It's embarrassing. It's like a goddamn ASPCA commercial in there, I swear. You know, it's time the only sad puppy you see. You know, I do think I have gotten better at rejection, though, because, like, I, I took this girl out to dinner not too long ago, but afterwards she texted me and was like, hey, I had a really fun time, but you remind me too much of my ex. You know, which is fine, but I texted her back, and I was like, wow, your ex sounds like a great guy. I don't... I don't know why you leave him. I don't, I don't know. Man, you know? But with dating, too, there's a lot of dangers involved. You know, like women, you guys gotta worry about getting murdered or dating a DJ. Like, you guys have so many things to worry about, all right? Like, I personally, I don't got those problems, but, like, I got issues. You know, I got dangers out there. I once took this girl out on three dates, like, just to find out that she found out where I lived and drove by my house before the first date. That's a bit of a red flag, I'd say, right? You know, I gotta be honest, though, that... That was not a deal breaker. No, I thought that shit was hot. I was, uh, I was into that. No, the final deal breaker is when I found out that she likes to go to Disneyland every year. Gross. I don't get it. I don't understand the appeal. I don't, like, do we have any Disney adults in here? It's fine, raise your hand. Woo, who's your favorite character? 
Who's your favorite character? Not you. <laughs> you don't know? You like them all? That's such. That's an. You got, you're afraid to answer. That's fine. It's okay. I'm a. <laughs> she likes Big Al. Okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Big Al. <laughs> no, I. Uh, I don't understand the appeal. Like everywhere you look is just some chubby little red-faced kid about to pass out from heat stroke. All right. There's ten-dollar water bottles and lines just longer and girthier than my. You know, like CVS receipts. You know what I'm saying? Like. Those are some big ass lines. And I feel like the people that like to go to Disneyland every year are the same ones that like to go to Target just for fun. Like, like let's be honest, the real fun's at Walmart, okay? Alright, you know, just like uh, with amusement parks, the real fun, it's at Six Flags, and they have so much in common, alright? You know, Walmart, Six Flags, they got people fighting, they got people stealing, that's the best part. Alright, uh, Six Flags has roller coasters, Walmart. It's a roller coaster of emotions. You go in there looking for toothpaste and deodorant, guess what? It's locked up. You gotta talk to three different associates and by the end of it, you're going to Safeway. You can't, you're still a baiting target. It's, you know, Six Flags, they got the Medusa roller coaster. Uh, Walmart just has some bitch in the back that turns you into stone. So, it's a good trade-off. Uh, you know, with dating though, like I said, a lot of dangers. You might accidentally end up with someone who's like a little bit too progressive. Have you ever been with someone who's like too progressive, you know, just too woke to the point that they're the most offensive person in the room? Like, I remember I was dating this girl for a while. We were talking about having kids, and I was like, man, I can't wait till you have a son, you know? You know, so that way we can put him in football and a bunch of different sports. And she goes, sports? What if he's gay? I was like, so wrestling? I don't. Like jujitsu? Like, what are you trying to say? Are you trying to say that gay men don't like sports? Last I checked, it's a bunch of sweaty men and balls. I like all that being supportive. And besides, like, she called out the wrong microaggression. Like, that wasn't homophobic, it was misogynistic. Alright? Because women, you you can play sports, it's just, no one watches them, but, it's beside the point. I, uh, growing up, by the way, you guys, I grew up as like a fat little, uh, turd, anyone else in here do that? Yeah. Yeah, someone said, yeah. Uh, it, it's fun, you know, growing up as like a fat turd is, you know, for me, I had like, just like, the most punchable face, you know, like, I always looked angry. Like, you can tell just by looking at me that I survived solely off Lip Biscuit Cool Ranch Doritos. You know, but it had its struggles, it really did. Like, monkey in the middle, you know, because like, after like 30 minutes of being the monkey, it just like, starts to feel like bullying to me. You know, it's like, I'm never going to catch that ball, and I think they know that. You know, it's just like, at this point, they're just playing a game of catch. You know, I, actually, I didn't even know that I got bullied until my senior year of high school. Uh, someone signed my yearbook and they put, I love how you don't care about what anyone says about you. Never change. I was like, what do they say? Like, I don't, I had no idea they were saying anything. Like, up until that point, if anyone was talking shit, I thought it was for fun. Like, that's, for me, that's fine. You know, that's my love language. You know, some people, uh, words of affirmation is their love language. For me, it's words of defecation. Like, shit all over my chest. You know what I'm saying? It's... I can take it. 
Now, I always thought bullying was physical. I really did. I remember the only time I remember getting bullied was in kindergarten. This kid, he pushed me down the slide. You know, it fell on my butt. It hurt. It was embarrassing. You know, but luckily that kid, he ended up getting held back in second grade. And now he's homeless and living outside in a local Safeway. So take that, Austin. It's one point for me. No. <laughs> now, luckily, though, I am older. You know, I am older, I'm healthy now, you know, so now it's like I get complimented when I go and do things, I go to the doctors, which is great. Doesn't happen a lot getting comp you know, complimented for me. There was last time I went to the doctors, he was like, wow, your vitals came back perfect. And I was like, stop it. He's like, no, seriously, I look like your vitamin D is through the roof, man. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. I spend a lot of time in the sun. That's not true at all. Uh, like, the only time I see the sun is when it's in a movie. Alright, like, I was watching Star Wars the other day. There's this scene in it where Luke is, uh, he's on Tatooine. You know, he's looking out to the distance, and there are two suns. I got sunburned. That was, uh, that was a lot to handle. It's double the exposure. You know, but then my doctor tells me, he's like, you know, it's crazy. He's like, out of everything, your vitamin B12 is just soaring, man. Like, do you take vitamins for that? And I was like, no, actually, uh, I had an energy drink on the way here. He was like, energy drink? You were supposed to be fasting. And I was like, yeah, I feel really fast. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you guys off on like, I, I think this is the dumbest joke I have. I think, you guys, you guys will be the ones to judge. The dumbest joke, I wrote it on the way here. Um, I saw a beaver uh, the other day on the side of the road, it was dead. I was like, damn. Give it up for Mr. Jordan Kircher one more time, everybody. Hey, Jordan, um, has anyone ever said that you've got a voice for radio? And a face, you kind of got a radio voice, man. I wanted to give this to you. I wanted to give you this, uh, this microphone here. I wanted to, uh, come on, come on, get up to have me awkwardly stand here and give it to you. It, it takes a lot of courage to come up here and uh, tell your jokes. And yeah, man, go ahead, start a podcast and uh, let, let the internet hear your voice, man. My hands are kind of wet. I'll just give you a fist bump. Hell yeah, man. It doesn't work, though. It doesn't work. Uh, at least it, it doesn't work uh, for my computer. Maybe you can get it to work, but you can try, man. I got that at a David Buster's. Played a lot of ski ball for that, man. Moving on. You guys, uh, you guys know what a BBL is? Yeah. Brazilian butt lift. Hell yeah, thank you. That guy knows his fucking acronyms. Yeah. Brazilian butt lift. If you guys didn't hear him, my um, my sister wants one. My sister wants a BBL. And, Is she Brazilian? Nah, I wish. Um, <laughs> bro, if my sister was Brazilian, it's over. We'd be we'd be lighting all kinds of incense candles. You know what I mean? <laughs> And uh, yeah, but no, I told my sis, my sister, like, I don't think you need a BBL, you know, like, you haven't even been to the dentist in five years. <laughs> Get those priorities straight. You now you're fucking 36. I love my sister. I love my sister unconditionally. Are any of you guys in love? 
Anybody in love here tonight? Make some fucking noise if you're in love. Cool. That's cool. I've got love in my life. I uh, I was at a Home Goods today, actually. What a Home Goods, and uh, <laughs> this lady loves Home Goods. Holy shit. <laughs> and uh, I saw this painting at Home Goods. It was like uh, some kind of piece of art, and it had a quote on it. And it was a quote about love, and I took a picture because I don't think I'm ever gonna remember this quote. And the quote goes, oh <clears throat> uh, no, excuse me. That's not, that's not in the quote. The quote goes, love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy or boast. Love is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. Love does not rejoice at wrongdoing. But love rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things. But love believes all things. Love hopes all things. And love endures all things. I don't know if it said it in that aggressive ass manner. I just. So yeah, just been thinking about that. Been thinking about whoever came up with that quote about love. They probably cheated. Probably cheated. <laughs> They're putting way too much. Putting way too much faith on love, dude. A fucking fictional thing, dude. It's like, imagine breaking up with some chick, dude, and she's got that quote above her bedroom, dude. You know she's gonna try and kill you. That shit's some clingy ass fucking shit. And if it's a guy, he's like a serial killer, some shit. I've just been pondering that. I wanted to share that with you guys. You guys ready for the next comic? You guys ready for the next act tonight? Cool, me too. I haven't seen this guy, but if there's anybody who's gonna pull this kind of shit on me, it would be this guy. I'm gonna call his name, and I'm hoping he's gonna bust through the damn window or something. But uh, going once for Mr. William Zhao, please hit the stage. Mr. William Zhao, if you are present in the building, I swear to God, dude, Mr. William Zhao, I'll pull it up on my phone right now. He sent me like 20 DMs on Instagram, and the very last thing he sent me was, yeah, just not mentally doing well, going through some stuff. And it's just a long, he tried calling me, I couldn't answer it, I was sleeping, so. Going one, going twice for Mr. William Zhao, if you're in the building, come do your comedy set. Okay, he's not here. So maybe he'll come in and then we'll, we'll, we'll bring him up later. If anybody else wants to just like pretend they're William Zhao and come up here and do it, you're more than welcome to. Um, besides that, are you got, oh, you're raising your hand. You've been engaged. I'm a fan. What's your name, sir? Mr. Hawaii? Kenneth? 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 Hell yeah, man. You look, are you retired? Are you just on vacation? You just look like goals, man. You just look like that's where I want to be when I cash in my 401k, man. You know what I mean? This dude, it's hot as hell out here. We, I say we all got our fucking booty, at least some of us, we all got, I got my booty shorts out. I'm glad, man, I'm glad they got the AC on, bro. I, well, I was about to cancel this show and just jump in the damn river right now, honestly. I don't know. That's just the, what's been going through my mind. You guys ready for your headlining comic of the night? Let's fucking do it, man. This guy, 
is a regular here at the America's Next Top Comedian. He's, he's all over the comic scene. He does art all over the Bay Area. He's a, he's a respected guy in the comedy community. It's an honor to have him here. For I think this is his second time headlining this show, man. You gotta put that on your fucking Tinder profile or something, bro. That's an achievement. There's nobody in the history of the whole entire planet of Earth who's never headlined this show twice. Not even me, not even the host. It's an honor, dude. It's an honor, that's a big, we're gonna put that on your grave, bro. Here we go, man. Are you guys ready for Mr. Big Al Lopez! Thank you, Marconi. Um, I'm Big Al, like you said. Uh, man, I need to have more energy. <laughs> uh, I'll start with a song. Which one? Yo soy un hombre She's always moved away from my. <laughs> Let's see here. Antes de morirme quiero echar mis besos del alma. Before I die, I'm gonna throw out these verses from my soul. And my wife says, "Why don't you just try telling jokes?" <laughs> Let's see here. So I draw caricatures for a living, and this week I was in San Francisco, and um, the streets over there are scary. Um, yeah, I walked down this building um, and onto the street, well, onto the sidewalk, and then I saw the streets were paved with green. Um, so I stepped into the street thinking it was grass because I'm from the suburbs. And um, darn if it wasn't a bicycle lane. And I almost got hit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's dangerous out there, people. Let's <laughs> see here. Um, yeah, so yesterday I'm drawing this this uh, this little boy and his, and his sister and the mom. And um, I asked the mom what color her eyes are, and she says brown. And the little kid goes, Susanna's eyes are green. And um, the mom goes, Susanna is um, Alistair's cat. Um, and then she said something that just astounded me and the person that were sitting there. She said, Susanna can't open his eyes anymore. Um, then she tells me, Susanna's his stuffed cat. And I asked her, oh, I missed a part. She said that, that uh, the boy had bit the cat's eyes. Um, so I asked her, was the cat dead or alive when she bit the eyes? <laughs> I guess that was too gross for you guys. <laughs> I'll take it even lower. Um, you know, my mom, um, it'll be her birthday tomorrow. And um, she, she left us a while back. Um, but, you know, her and my dad, they moved to Manteca to a senior, a senior uh, development. And um, my mom, she was kind of like me. She liked to do stuff, liked to be active and, and have fun. And um, 
So, you know, she, she lived out her dreams when she got there of being a little tramp. Um, yeah, she played Charlie Chaplin and, uh, and some productions out there. <laughs> oh, let's see here. <laughs> yeah, so I've been doing comedy for about a year now. Um, and when I first started, uh, you know, I started on audio. And they didn't tell me how to take, how to, how to use the microphone. Um, and so, so the first time I went up, you know, the mic's in the stand, kind of like this, you know, the stand is there. And I'm trying to take the, the mic out, and eventually I slowly and smoothly took it out. Um, unlike when I first had children, um, yeah, I, that time I left the mic in the stand too long, and then there was a pregnant, pregnant cross, and nine months later, uh, <laughs> my boy was born. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see here. Am I embarrassing you, Matt? I'm sorry. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just having fun. Uh, let's see here. Let's see if I can remember anything else. Um, oh, I'll sing another song. So my wife, yeah, actually, no way. So my wife and I, we met on an app. No, actually it was an ad in the newspaper. This was back in the 80s when, uh, you know, people would deliver a newspaper to your door. So swiping left or right, I'd get newsprint on my hand. Um, and we found her original application for the dating site and, um, you know, I did not meet almost none of the requirements. I wasn't tall enough. Um, so I got these shoes just last year, and now I'm tall enough. But I think I've shrunk a little bit, so maybe I'm not yet. So sooner or later, I'll be tall enough for you, dear. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, you know, oh, you know, I was drawing caricatures at this event. And I'm doing comedy now, and doing caricatures, and sometimes I'll get confused. So somebody asked me if I ever did a comic strip. And so I started to take off my shirt, and they said, no, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so here's a caricature of me um, that I did. And I have buttons if you like a button after the show. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, yeah, so Jordan was talking about shopping at Walmart and how things are locked up. Um, you know, there are some things that are, that really shouldn't, that really are not, you know, impulse purchases. I went there and um, I wanted to get an A-shirt. Now, I don't know if you know what an A-shirt is, but it's, it's like that shirt that uh, my friend Marconi's wearing there, the wife beater is what they call them. That is definitely not an impulse buy. Um, when I got home and tried mine on, the side boot was tremendous, and now I understand why. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so now I'll, uh, oh, you know what? So let me tell you about my first wife. Um, yeah, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I've only been married once. But it would be really hard to train someone new to properly fold the clothes. Um, 
to cook at the right temperature, and to load the dishwasher properly. It's kind of like Tetris, man. You just got to get it right. So we have a system worked out, my wife and I. Um, I do all those things because I've complained about them once or twice. So guys, you, know, you better watch out. <laughs> you know, make sure that you, you keep your lady happy. Speaking of that, um, you know, in, uh, a couple weeks ago at church, the pastor was like, um, you know, men, we've got to wash our wives in the word of the Lord. But, um, you know, I took my wife to an open mic the night before in Oakland, and all she was bathed in was the filthy words of the open mic comments. <laughs> Why are you holding your ears here? <laughs> Oh, let's see here. Too many let's sees here. Um, well, I will. Um, okay, now I will sing another song. Oh, you know what? When I was in school, um, you know, I when I was in the first grade, I wasn't allowed to be the class clown. Um, I couldn't be the class mime because you can't get out of an imaginary box when you're tied to a chair. Um, yeah, school was different back then. In the second grade, um, my progress report read, uh, you know, Al is getting quite tall and handsome. I will miss him next year. That was pretty strange coming from Mrs. Warren, the second grade teacher. Um, you know, it was, uh, I think it was the LSD. Um, you know, it was definitely the LSD Livermore School District. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, yeah, so I played football in high school, and um, in the uh, in my freshman year, I was on a championship team, and uh, you know, me and my friends, uh, we we would close out the game. We play in the fifth quarter. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I don't think I ever saw an actual inning. Oh wait, that's baseball. Uh, let's see here. Um, you know, uh, now I will sing a song. So, I've got this little friend, but I don't know where he is right now. So if anybody finds a cinnamon Altoid tin with a praying mantis in it, could you please call me? Um, so yeah, I've got this little praying mantis that I sing to. Um, but you know, he's not a real praying mantis, but I use him in my act. Uh, but it actually spawned from my daughter. Uh, she actually just said that, that there's a praying mantis um, pouch at our house right now, so there could be some more friends for me <laughs> soon. <laughs> but anyway, so last summer she was like, Dad, there's a praying mantis out there. Can you come and, uh, and get it away from me? She doesn't like them. She's kind of creeped out by the praying mantises. Or actually, you know, they're not mantises. They're mantids, like mantids. Uh, yeah, I wear these pink pants in, in October usually for breast cancer awareness. Um, <laughs> I do some events. But anyway, so back to the praying mantis. Um, you know, I would actually interview praying mantises once in a while. My son, he actually said, Dad, look, there's a praying mantis on this rake. And so I talked to him and interviewed him. And I said, hey, Mr. Mantis, how are you today? Uh, he had a pretty good head on his shoulder, so I wasn't sure if he was a mister or not. Um, let's see, you've got to know about Freddie Mantis, that one. 
Um, anyway, so yeah, I got this praying mantis on my shoulder, and I sang a song to it. And here it is. And actually, you know, I saw this sign up here. It says, music is not to hear, it is to feel. So if you could feel this song with me. A mantis on my shoulder makes me happy. A mantis in my eye. That would hurt. You know, they've got those spiky little things on their Popeye-like arms. Man, that, that would sting. I don't want to pray mantis in my eye. Um, yeah, so, uh, so let's see here. Um, do I have any other? Oh, yeah. You know, I was talking about school and how I got tied to the chair. Well, and I was also talking about church. Um, now, have you heard the Hallelujah song? No. Oh. <laughs> that wasn't in response to my question. Sorry, no, no. No, that's all right. She asked for a and we don't support that. So the Hallelujah song, it sounds like a religious song if you don't know. But there's this one line. She tied me to the bathroom chair and then she went and cut my hair. Now my wife thinks that when my hair grows too long that I turn evil. <laughs> so I had to get a haircut recently, folks. <laughs> but um, no, you know, when I take the hat off, sometimes people are shocked. They, they usually think that people that are wearing hats are bald. Like, uh, like my daughter, so. <laughs> you know what I'm They actually just got engaged. He, he's had it. Now he's had it rough. He's been in the Caribbean since October or November. And earlier tonight we had dinner over here at Monica's, and um, he was all excited about this beer because they don't have good beer in the Caribbean. Man, the problem some people have. <laughs> no good beer in the Caribbean. He was there for. I don't know, from October until just yesterday. <laughs> Let me see here. I'm going all in. <laughs> so yeah, so speaking of insects and spiders, I, I don't know, I have an affinity for them. I don't like frogs for some reason. But, um, but a cane toad, man, those things are lickable. <laughs> Let's see here. <laughs> no, <laughs> my wife's shocked. You know, I... I tried cocaine once and it was in Livermore and it was when I worked at this restaurant and it was in this van and they asked me to try it and I blew. So I've never had cocaine. Um, yeah, they were pissed. <laughs> oh boy. I am just rambling tonight. But this is fun. It, you know, I my get my daughter was telling me that my dad was saying, Al's doing comedy is so quiet. Um, yeah, I'm sometimes quiet. You know, last the other night I was doing a set in San Francisco. I did three sets this week. 
Actually, I didn't force this because I got heckled by the Warriors King team last night. And so they let me go up again. Uh, go Warriors. Uh, there we go. That's, that's what all the uh, professionals like. They like you to pander to the audience. <laughs> let's just break all the rules. Um, let's see here. So yeah, so the other night I was in San Francisco at this place called OMG. And the stage is this little tiny stage. It's raised about this high. And um, I went and stood in the corner of the, of the place. And I sat there. And at, and at the start of my set, I was sitting, standing in the corner. And I just kind of surmised the mic. And then I said, nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> but I'm just having the time of my life. Um, <laughs> you know, good old uh, Patrick Swayze there. Um, and uh, Jennifer, I don't know, it doesn't matter what your name is now. She looks completely different. Let's <laughs> see here. But you know, people go through changes. Um, Hi, there's something. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah, so I want to start doing uh, act outs in my when I do my comedy. And uh, so I went with my wife to the uh, urgent care the other day, and um, this lady was in there, and and the nurse asked. Um, can I go ahead and weigh you over here? And this lady goes, oh, you really want me to feel worse, don't you? <laughs> and so then, um, you know, the, I noticed that the, this lady's name was Mom. And, um, and then this other person comes in and their name was Pa. And then the doctor's name was Mud, but then I realized, no, it was physician's assistant, <laughs> doctor, <laughs> medical assistant. Um, yeah, so the hospital gave me a lot of new material. <laughs> Let's see. So yeah, we were over getting in the uh, imaging area, and oh, they have these big signs at the hospital, and it's talking about people that are acting out at the hospital and how um, you know they're gonna. They're gonna take you out, you know, to let people know if uh, somebody's acting up. So we're standing there and we're we're waiting for something, and this lady goes, "Man, what did she say?" She said something like, "I don't want to go wait five or six weeks. I want to go bowling now." And it was this 82-year-old lady, and apparently she couldn't get her procedure done that day. And she was acting out and acting up. <laughs> Let's see here. So anyway, um, do I have any more songs? The Mantis. The... Do I hear? Do you remember if there's any more songs that I sang? Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Antioch. I've been Big Al. And uh, thank you, Mark Cody, for the time. And.
and this has been the time of my life this week. This is, I mean, this is the most I've gone up in four days. I've been up four times. Thank you. Yeah, give it up for Big Al, the coolest looking uncle I'd ever have. That's my comedy uncle right there, man. That guy draws pictures of me. Oh, here, sign up. Okay. What's it? I have this gentleman right here, and then we'll have a joke after. Hold on. Okay, let's do it. Hold on. Hold on. Our government. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Last night I was beating my girl, and uh, yeah, it was intense, man. Very intense. Very intense game of chess we were playing. And, uh, yeah. Guys, pop quiz. Pop quiz. Uh, what's the most important part of being a comedian? Jokes. No, that's the second most important thing about being the first most and very important thing of being a comedian. If you want to make it in the comedy world, you got you to ask people for money. You got to ask people for money. I, uh, I, got, I got a tip jar here. And if you are in the year 2023, I got I got a QR code. If you guys have ever been to church, we just we just pass this bucket around, and then it comes back to me. I put it on my taxes. I lie, all kinds of stuff. We got the we got the white ladies out here. Thank you, thank you, ladies. If you guys could just pass this, or you guys have been sticking here from the beginning. I remember you guys. Thank you so much. If you, if you just take this and pass, it. oh, appreciate it, appreciate it. If you could pass this around. Big out, my uncle. If you could just pass this around behind, we got a. I have a special treat for you guys. I got a a very brave soul who wants to do comedy. He said he's down to do it. I'm super excited. It's a nice hot room. My girl's still here. I, went, I was actually waiting for my girl to leave so I could start telling jokes about her. Big out was talking about kids. Make some noise if you got kids. Anybody got some kids? Okay, who doesn't have kids? Anybody does? Anybody not having kids? Hell yeah, I, I don't have kids, but I'm in the market. I'm in the market for kids eventually, I guess. I'm fine with or without them. The thing about having kids is that I, I, I really want a boy. No offense to women, you know, they just they just seem like a lot of drama, you know? And uh, did you guys know that you can actually get a surgery on your nuts? It's a surgery that you can get that highly increases the chances of you having a boy. Did you know that? So yeah, I was thinking about getting that surgery, actually. That's how bad I want a boy. And I, uh, I proposed the surgery to my girl, and she wasn't down. She didn't want me to get the surgery. She was like, nah, I don't want us playing God about it. I want us to be natural. And I'm like, play God. Play, I, I mean, I basically play God every time we fuck and I pull out. weird when I talk for a long time and then I just get quiet. Alright, and we're going to bring up this guy, Mr. Kenneth, Keith Kenneth, doing comedy. I don't know, he could be a spy. He could be a freaking comedy legend that I'm not aware of. Is this your first time, sir? Oh man, this is great. This is going to be somebody's first time doing comedy to close the show out. Hell yeah, man. Let's do it, man. Woo! 
won't take long, kind of like my sex life. Actually, you know, my sex life is pretty good. Yeah, you know, there's something to be said about getting married to someone who was younger. Like, really young. No, not that young. No. Six years, six years. We're six years. I've been married for 30 years. And uh, she's, I'm kind of, I'm at 55, so. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I kind of tease my kids about the fact that, you know, I'm halfway dead, but you know what? My wife takes me back. Yeah. That's amazing. Hey, you know, you were talking about this jujitsu thing. And I kind of had to, I felt it because uh, I kind of started this jitsu halfway you know, recently. And uh, I discovered, you know, I've lived my life kind of using my personal space. In jitsu, there is no personal space. Yeah. And so uh, I found myself getting really up and close in this business. But anyways, uh, okay, I got a joke for you. A real joke. Okay, so there's this bricklayer, young guy, decided to, uh, you know, do his job, laying bricks, building houses, and um, he decided, you know, I'm gonna do this until I have enough bricks to build my own house. And so he spent 20 years, 30 years laying brick. Saving that work for each job that you did until one day he built this house up. It looked beautiful, brick house, you know. And he had one left over after the job, he threw it up in the air and never came down. That's the joke. Thank you. Thank you. Alright, another joke. Okay, so, uh. that they allowed people to smoke on the aircraft. Uh, and so there was this uh, guy and this lady. One of the, the lady was uh, with the dog, having a little pet in her lap, and the guy was sitting behind her, and he decided he was going to pull out a cigar and start smoking. And so after a couple of puffs, um, the lady was starting to feel the smell of like, smoking. I remember that day. I don't know, if anybody remember that day when they smoked on the aircraft? Yeah. It sucked, didn't it? You couldn't do anything about it. It was a uh, second hand. Right. So the lady turned around and said, Hey, Mr. Could you please put this uh, cigar out? It's really bothering me. The guy said, No! He's smoking this aircraft. She turned around and said, uh, You know, the nerve. A few minutes go by, he's smoking a little more, and she turns around again, she goes, sir, I'm really having an asthma attack, and I need a bleed, please put out the cigar. And uh, she said, even my dog's starting to cough. And she, uh, he said, well, you know what we can do about that? He got up, took the dog, and opened up the window, 
Yeah. This was a DC three. Not not a comic. Uh, DC three is even open up windows. Do the dog out the window. The lady was so mad, she took the cigar out of his mouth, threw the cigar out the window. So the guy is reaching out the window, looking, you know, trying to get a cigar. The lady's trying to get the dog. Both looking to see the dog on the wing. The dog was standing on the wing. The DC trees aren't that fast. I mean, they are. You know, you get a little wind burn or something, but not bad. Uh, and guess what? The dog had in his mouth. The brick. <laughs>
Hold on, wait, let's hear it one more time for all of the lovely comments that came out here tonight. Yeah! Alright guys, have a good night. Some of the best for your family and your